It's Valentine's Day, so if y'all want to send my man Jeff so home, I mean, because that's he that's, is single, right? Ready to mingle? That's I don't know. Are you ready to mingle? Are you ready to mingle? Oh, so I feel like I feel like I've definitely done a lot of soul searching. Like, look, I'm always. I think any, any guy's only ready to mingle you know, <laughs> for the right opportunity. You know, I, yeah. I've never seen somebody not swing for the fences in batting practice. You are listening to GXT Presents Got the Message. I'm Gianna. I'm Xavier. And I'm Salon. And we are a show about relationships from the perspective of millennials. Whether you are dealing with a situationship, a complicated relationship with a parent, or trying to manage your friendships as adults, we got a message for you. Peace, everybody. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of GXT Presents Got the Message. Um, This week, we're doing another family episode, and last week we talked about our parents, but this mm-hmm. time we're going to talk about being parents. Well, yes. except for Xavier because uh, she don't got no kids. Nope. <laughs> Not one bit. <laughs> um, and we have a guest this week. Yes, yes. We have our friend, new friend, Jeff Van Note. He's the author of The Mortgage Playbook for Millennials. Awesome, awesome. That's dope. <laughs> He's three-time, 40 under 40 most influential mortgage professionals in USA. Mm-hmm. And he even has his own podcast, guys. His podcast is Deposit That. Check it out. So we about to get into this um, episode of yeah. us of us being parents and how we do the parenting. Right. So welcome. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate yes. it. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're going to talk about just becoming parents. So Talon, how did you find out you was about to be a parent? Initially. So um, my girlfriend at the time, she's like, you know, I missed my period, so... I'm like, and I'm like, okay, because we're in high school, you know, I'm in, I'm in 12th grade. She graduated actually. So I'm like, okay, you missed a period. You said that before. So we'll check it out. She ended up like, I'm going to take a pregnancy test. I'm like, okay, cool. Whatever. This girl takes the pregnancy test with her whole family. Oh no. (laughs) Yes. So she goes into the bathroom and they Uh, all stand on the outside of the bathroom. As I can remember, this is how she tells me. So, okay. She comes out. It's positive that she's definitely pregnant. She calls me, and they're all there, like, call Talon, I guess, call Talon. I'm in 12th grade. You call me and tell me you're pregnant? I'm on the basketball team. I'm the captain of the basketball team for the second year in a row, okay? I don't have time for you talking about you're pregnant. So, okay, she's like, I'm pregnant. I'm like, all right. Um, I'm like, what do you want to do? She was like, what do you mean what I want to do? So the family's, like, expecting a reaction, like, is he happy? Like, you know, something like that. But I can't be happy because this is different, you know? Mm, You're in 12th grade. Right. So I'm like, I told her. I told her. There's no training for that. There's no, like, that is. Here's how you react. You know, so I was was scared personally. So I was like, you know what? I had to think to myself. I'm like, listen, this is your body. I don't want to automatically just tell you go get get an abortion. abortion, You know, I don't believe in that personally. I wouldn't just kill that I wouldn't just kill off my offspring. Neither. So, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's yeah, maybe right, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like you know I don't I don't believe in that. So um, I told her like you know whatever you want to move forward with that's fine with me. So you know that's what we are moving forward with having a kid. My family on the other they side. They were like nah. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, she's not having that at all. My mother is super protective. She always like. Salon, I want y'all to go away to school, get a good job, but I want I don't want y'all staying around here. You know, I want y'all to be better than everybody because that's what the goal was. Mm-hmm. We never went to school where we uh, lived at. Mm-hmm. If we lived in Park Hill, we did not go to school in Park Hill. We went to school down the road on Tar G Street 
I mean, in, in, a, in a predominantly white area. So that's what we were used to. Even when we lived in Park Hill, we went to school all the way Huguenot Avenue, mm-hmm. IS-75. Yep, I remember you know that. I, mean? I think the black population is probably like 12%. You know? <laughs> so, and that's what my mother wanted. She wanted us away from different things so we could see different things, you know? She mm-hmm. don't want us in the hood, get an influence of that. And that helped. But being a parent, that's just different. Mm. So, G. <laughs> How'd I find out? How did you find oh, out? Oh, Lord. <laughs> so I was having gastrointestinal problems. Like <laughs> I would eat something and I was just like, oh, my God, it hurts. Like it was just issues. Like mm. I was just having problems. And I had a conversation with my aunt because um, this is when I was a paralegal and she's an attorney at the office that I worked at. So me and her are talking and she was like, all right, you know, I'm gonna, we're going to make an appointment at my gastrologist. You know, you're going to go. So I went and they were like, they were touching my stomach and it was tender. And I'm like, all right, we're going to do an X-ray, right? Now, I'm on birth control, so I'm not thinking (laughs) (laughs) anything about being pregnant. Sure, that doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I went and got the X-ray, and they asked me, are you pregnant? And I was like, I don't think so. You would have thought they would have made me take a pregnancy test, right? Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. No pregnancy test. So, so yeah, I got the X-ray done. And I'm like, okay, what day is it? It's Wednesday. My period still has not come yet. All right. You know, I call my mom. She's like, just go buy a test. I'm like, mom, I'm not pregnant. Get out of here. She's like, go buy a test. It's so easy. Yeah, "Yeah, just go get some Skittles. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? Because it's like 99.9%. I'm like, like, whatever. All right. So I go to the store. I got blood work done, too. So I did everything in one day because I took off work. I was like, I'm going to do this, this, this. Mm -hmm. Got blood work done. At the Where the place is at, right across the street was a store. So I went and got the pregnancy test. And so I was going to wait to take it. Um, Calvin was like, take it now. My mom was like, just take it now. And I was like, all right, fine. I'm sitting on the toilet. Pee. Oh, okay. I start to I place it in front of me because the tub was in front of me. I'm like, I see a line and a half of a, like a dim line. Mm-hmm. So I'm still on the toilet. I call my mom. still <laughs> sitting on the toilet like, Ma, I see a line and, a little, and another line. She was like, call your doctor. What does that mean? So it's two lines when you're pregnant. Yeah. Okay. So it was a line. It was a full line, and it was like a dim line. Because I don't, I don't know how to read those. <laughs> I don't know what they mean. So it's so. They're not a, very clear. So <laughs> in a normal in a normal test, it's a it's one line. You're not pregnant. If it's two lines, it's like you're pregnant. So it was like a full line and like a dim second <laughs> oh. line. So I was like, Ma, I see a line and like a semi line. So I'm not sure what that means. She was like, Go to the doctor. So I go to the doctor. And I seen, I seen Nyla when she was the egg and the yolk. Oh, that's cool. Like, before a heartbeat, before anything, I saw her as the egg and the yolk. And the doctor was like, all right, you know, you got an x-ray, so come back the next week. And so when I went back the next week, I think she had a heartbeat. And I oh, just man. busted out crying. Oh, <laughs> I'm scared. I'm nervous. She's a crier. She's a crier. I'm like, I busted out crying. I think crying. we all are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, okay, she's okay. And so, yeah. And I called, I called Calvin, so I, I missed that part. I, was, I called him a little bit after. I was like, babe, I don't know. I, I have to go to the doctor. But um, I see a line in another line. Oh. I mean, we grown. Like, I was, what, almost, I was 27. He's 30. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're not kids, you know? Mm-hmm. It was just like, we've been together for four years at that point. Like, we're not kids. Oh, man. I would have been so, nervous. Right. So, Jeff, how'd you find out? Oh my goodness! So, uh, <laughs> you ready for this? Yeah, yes. I'm ready. I want to hit all. Look, the if, if, I, if I cry, man, you guys better not judge me. No, 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 no. We, we cried last week. So uh, <laughs> we did. So, 
uh, it was like a Saturday night, and we were supposed to go to this, like, this real estate function. And you know, the girl I was dating at the time, my son's mother, she was known to have like a little like you know, outburst, like lash out, like whatever. I just just walk out of the room, and then she was getting her hair done, and apparently like her pants were too snug, and she's like a little petite girl. So mm-hmm. I'm like, that ain't my problem. Maybe like, you know, your mother <laughs> washing your pants, much, right? you know, whatever. Like, maybe, yeah, going you know, on. We just got over the holidays, you know, yeah. like, a you know, yeah, like I don't know, okay. whatever. <laughs> ain't my problem, right? Okay. I'm gonna stand my ass outside the room, <laughs> right? So. Whatever, we wound up going to the event, like, didn't talk the whole time, got into an argument after the event, and the next day was Sunday, and it was, like, uh, like kind of around, like, playoff football time, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, I'm taking my ass home, and I'm going to watch football by myself, and then we'll, we'll address this on Monday, you know, <laughs> right? start yeah. a new week, you <laughs> yeah. know, I need my alone time. So she's, like, I'm coming over, whatever, it was, like, Monday afternoon, and she came with pregnancy tests. Oh. oh. It was, like, two or three of them, I couldn't remember, right? So she takes the first one, and it's, like, Clear as day. I said they weren't clear. This shit was clear. <laughs> so then she's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it again. I'm like, all right, does it again. This shit's clear. She's like, I gotta do it a third time. I'm yeah. like, you already well, know at this yeah, point. I'm like, all right. I'm like, well, if you want. And then she was like, she like has bad anxiety, so she like freaked out, panicked. And I was sitting there, kind of like you said, like kind of like cool, calm, and collective. Like, look, you gotta do what you gotta do, right? Mm-hmm. Like. You know, it's your body, mm-hmm. it's your life, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna sit here and tell you do one thing or the other because. Whatever I say can't be the right thing right now. Right. You know, right. if I tell you let's keep it, you're gonna resent me for that. Right. right? If I say don't keep it, you're gonna resent <laughs> me for saying that. that. Yep. So I'm like, hands up in the air, like mm-hmm. you yeah. do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I want to jump off your roof right now, face first. Whoa. <sighs> okay. You didn't know about. <laughs> she's not fully up. She. Uh, I don't think she's. Elevator up. does okay. not go over the top. Okay. So she was probably scared too, though. But exactly. It's the initial Jump fear. The look, it's the initial fear of everything, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? right? But right. then look, we're gonna be wrong. I told you we're gonna be wrong really here. Right. So right. you know, from my standpoint, I'm like, look, I think I was so I was like thirty one, right? She mm-hmm. was twenty four. So I get it, it's a big gap, okay. six, seven years. But like, you know, it is what it is when that happens. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's no training you can go through. Nothing. It's getting yep. that call like, yo, your best friend just died in a car accident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like you feel so many emotions all at yeah. once. Yep. I think a lot of those thoughts, feelings, and emotions, because you've never experienced that situation, but you could hear about all your friends doing it. Mm-hmm. I have my, one of my best friends had a kid when he was like 20. So, like, I've been there. Right. You know? I have friends that had kids in high school, mm-hmm. you know? Shit happens. Right. But until you're that person on both sides, it's kind of nerve wracking. You're, not, you're right? not prepared for it. It's different. And, and what I feel is so different is like, being the guy in the situation, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in a consented, you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. right? Right. You have no control, no power, and you're powerless. Yes. Mm-hmm. As a male, you have lost all power at that moment. And you can't win, you yeah. know? So I, I kind of, for yeah. my own self-protection, had to say, and I'm a very I'm a very level-headed person until I'm not, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. you're like, I'm cool, calm, collective until I'm not. Right. And then you're going to see, like, a whole different, like, yeah, that's not your character. It's like, right. well, you pushed me out of my right. character. Right, okay. right. So in order to avoid any conflict, I was like, look, Hands I off. need to remove myself from the situation. I can't control the outcome. Mm-hmm. Yes. But now you're sitting here, obviously, with your back against the wall, like my future, my fate, my destiny is all in the power of someone, someone else's else. hands mm-hmm. for yes. something I've won in my entire life. Mm-hmm. You know? And think about it. My mother warned me of this. <laughs> feel me? So when, I think everyone's mother warned yeah, me so when, so when I actually had to tell her. Oh, man. <sighs> man Were you scared? Defeated. Yeah, mama. Defeated. Scared. That's <laughs> defeated because you let your parent down. That's the one thing she asked you. The Just funny, the funny thing, pregnant. though, is my dad 
like my dad loves kids. My dad was just like after a while, after I think me and Calvin were together probably about three years, he's like, So when are y'all having a baby? I'm like, why are you trying to control my womb? Like, <laughs> like, cause he really wanted to have grandkids. And I'm just like, okay, dad, like relax. My mom is just like, you know, you, you have kids when you want, you know, whatever, because they had me, my mom had me at 17. So, you know, she was always just trying to fight for to make sure that I wasn't a t- statistic. Yep. And then I made yep. it past that. And then I made it further past that. And now they're looking at me like, all right, so you, you, you're getting close to 30. Like, when are you going to start having a kid? And I'm just like, y'all, y'all need to pressure. leave me alone. This is pressure yeah. for me. Now. Yeah. I'm you ready? <laughs> so, Xavier, I have a question since, you know, mm. you don't have any kids. Mm-hmm. Would you date somebody with kids? Oh, yeah. I have no problem with that. Hmm. I, don't, I, don't I feel like, like that answer has changed. I feel like we've had this conversation before, and you said no. Before, yeah. Before I was a little younger, I'm like, nah. I ain't dating no, no, no man with but no kids. Not? But why, though? At the time? Yeah. Baby mama drama. <laughs> oh, yeah. I understand that. You know, because that's why usually if somebody have kids, I always ask, how's your relationship with your your children or your kid m- mother? Because I don't have time Word to... Word of advice? Change that first question to... Are they still alive, right? Because then that kind of narrows out. Like, is your baby mama still alive? Oh. You know, because well, then it's like, well, if she's not, if she's not, then we're good. Yeah, you can move yeah, forward. So, you know? I, yeah, that's she so is, funny. That's, that's, that's problems, so funny. You know, because I was just thinking about that. Um, somebody had posted somewhere like, only date women if she has a kid. Yeah. Only date them if the dad's in jail or dead. Because that, <laughs> really? yeah, yes. it's kind of twisted, that's but it's, it's true. It's, it's messed up. But, but it makes well, like, it's, yeah, it's like funny, but messed up. That's like a love right there. You know, because you don't want to deal with that. Yeah. If you're alive. Yeah, no, I understand that. I had right. a, uh, my last college boyfriend had a kid and his, our freshman year in college. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm that type of person. I'm like, I want to talk to her. You know, whenever his son would come to Atlanta, I want to talk to her. Mm-hmm. I want to just make sure she's comfortable with me being around her kid. She didn't want to have no conversation with me. Didn't want to have a conversation. She's like, I'm like, I want to, I'm that girl. I want to talk to this person. Nope. She don't, she don't, she didn't want to have a conversation with me. Oh, because she was still into him. That's why. I mean, maybe. No, and she's being protective. She doesn't want to hear from you. Trust me. I don't know. But don't you want to have, She like... don't want to hear from you. <laughs> okay, you're, you're right. Her you're her baby's father's new girlfriend. She don't want to hey, hear from you the devil. at all. You're most likely going to be a devil. Yeah. She don't want to hear from She's going to be what? So in my, uh, in my past life, I said my past life, right? Mm-hmm. My 20s was my past life. Okay. Mm-hmm. In my 30s, this is like where I am now. Like, right, 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 right. So... I wound up falling in love with a girl who was married, right? Who was going through a breakup, separation, mm-hmm. right? I had known her for a year prior, nothing crazy. And then we wound up getting together while she was going through her breakup, yeah. right? She moved out. She had a kid. And I could tell you, like, that was probably the hardest, toughest thing I could ever do in my life mm-hmm. because that person is always going to be drawn to that other person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You have you, you made something. You made something that's going to be with you for forever, probably yep. your best creation invention, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So whether you like it or not, whether it's intentional or not, that person's always going to be in control mm-hmm. of your fate and future mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Whether, again, whether it's intentional or it's not intentional, you know, think of it as like you're in a, a three-way relationship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or four if there's a kid. You know? Right, right. So I think in order for someone to be able to do it, they have to be completely selfless mm-hmm. and understand what they're getting into before getting into it. Yeah, yeah, my mom always say, like, whoever she dated at the time, that I have a daughter, so it's a package deal. Yeah. Right. So, like, right. she's important to me. This is my child. So if you could deal with that, then... Then we're good. Then and we're if good. not, then if keep not, it moving. You got to keep on pushing. I had to move the same way when I met Brianna. 
I have a child, so listen, she's always going to be first. Mm-hmm. Always going to be first. Me and her mom may not get along at some times. We may be getting along just fine. But this kid is always going to be the one that comes first. Mm-hmm. So that's how I can agree. I know how your mom was, mm-hmm. how she was moving, because I had to move the same way. All right. So um, let's go ahead and wrap this this part up. What is your message of the day about becoming a parent? Let's take the Jeff first. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't think whatever you expect, it's never going to be that. Mm. I think it's one of those like complete unknowns. You know, you could plan as much as you want right. until you are holding that you know little born baby. Mm-hmm. You know, until you have to go and change that diaper, or get up in the middle of the night, whatever the issue might be. You have never ever experienced anything good and bad. Yes. you know, mm-hmm. until you actually do it. I agree. I agree. So we just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> He said everything. Right. <laughs> everything we need to say. Well, not me, but with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to discipline. Hmm. So how were you disciplined as a child? I'll take that one. Um, <clears throat> growing up, you was either gonna get popped, you <laughs> was gonna get spanked, it could be with a belt. Listen, my parents discipline you. My dad, not so much, because I felt like I'm his only son. So he just he never wanted to put his hands on me, ever. Mm. But my mother, since we lived with her, because my dad, we, didn't, we never lived with him. Mm-hmm. Since my mother, since we lived with her, she was the disciplinary. Mm-hmm. My grandmother, since we also lived with my grandmother, we're running the grandma's room. <laughs> you try to beat me, you got to catch me first. <laughs> you got to catch me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, little pops, plucks, pinch, pull your ear. My mother used to do everything, smack your head. <laughs> smack, you got a fresh cut. Okay, coming oh, yeah. right to the back of your head. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my um my step pops, my little brother's dad, he had other little ways, but they were into martial arts. Like all the Oh yeah. All like a lot of people in our family and around our family, they're into martial arts. So mm. he when he, he told us how he used to slap rocks. They used to put rocks into a sock and every time he would act out at his martial arts classes as a child, they would make him slap the rocks. Oh no. Yes. And That's that, torture. that that would make your Yeah, I'm like, that is that's extreme, dis- like disciplining, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think I would ever take it that far. But my parent, my mom, she'll yeah. she'll spank you. That leg, not she's not going to leave marks and bruises, but that leg, pop popping. Baby, how was you disciplined? Yeah, my mother. Nah, I didn't. I didn't really get that much beaten. I was bad, so like. But she, 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 boys are. I was disciplined. <laughs> She she used to fuck me up. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> she used to fuck me up. Like I think the one time, I think I had, it was high school, uh-huh. summer school, oh, and wow. you know the, the you know the school call said you know your daughter Xavier did, did not come. <laughs> about a month, like this month, shit, bitch. <laughs> How you go to school, go to summer school, and you still cut? I don't get it. <laughs> I was like, you know, you just but they know what. Well, that, that's the ass with my I'll never forget. <laughs> she bust yeah. my ass. Then took me to, to take drove me to school. And then like after I went to class, so the the principal called me downstairs, like, you know, we heard that your mother was saying that she's gonna beat you. <laughs> and yeah. All this stuff. Okay, we just wanna know if you want us to know, call no ACS. ACS. So you know, I'm like, oh, we're like, I should call this fucking ACS. I would think I was like, no, you don't. I was like, no, because you know, yeah. Nah, we. You, I think you knew that as a child. Like, you don't go to school and tell them like you're getting a beating because the school takes it way, way off. Time. You know. Yeah. I ain't lie. I told her that story. She like, what happened? I'm like, 
I was scared for my life, <laughs> so I said, no, I can't. Yeah. But yeah, I used to get, I used to get fucked up. Right. Jeff, how would you uh, discipline as a child? So I grew up, uh, my parents got split up like while I was being born, probably like, in the, like, the hospital room. Mm. I think one went one room, one went the other. Oh, so I never had my situation. parents together, you know? Oh, mm-hmm. So I never knew like a joint household. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But still to this day, my, my dad still tells my mom what to do. Like, it's crazy. I'm like, I'm 33. It still pays her bills. So if you oh. control someone's money, you know what I'm saying? Okay. It's like, it's like one of those things. That's so different. I'm like, well, she can't say nothing. I don't like that model, right? Yeah. So like, still to this day, like, I don't speak to, out of my parents at all, right? Mm-hmm. And I haven't spoke to them much since my son's been born for mm-hmm. many reasons. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yo, you're about to be 70 years old. You're still getting your ass told what to do. You know, yeah. like, what? I don't, you know, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. respect that. So yeah. the dynamic always was my mom's house was kind of like a free-for-all, meaning free-for-all. In my mind, right? Because yeah. mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm the man in the house. I'm five years old. I'm going to tell your ass what to do. Oh, <laughs> oh no. But, it was very but she wouldn't have that. Okay. But she would never say or do anything. She would call my dad and get my dad involved. My dad would, like, you know, penalize me or, like, mm-hmm. ground me or, like, mm-hmm. oh, you're, you're punished for two weeks you said it to your mother. I'm like, that's not what I said. So she kind of <laughs> always used me. I feel as if she, like, used me as the pawn to get to him. Now, I wasn't mm. saying I wasn't a badass kid, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But with him... Like, there were times where he would chase me around the house, but he could never, like, really catch me until like, he had me cornered in, like, the wall, right? Oh, God. So I think he only, like, maybe spanked me, if you will, up until I was, like, I don't know, seven, six. Yeah. You know? okay. And then at one point, it's like, yeah, what the fuck are you going to hit you me? Doing? You know? Right. And I think we fought more in high school, like, right when I became, like, a man, if you yeah. will. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, yo, you want to go? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, you want to go? You, you're serious? Yeah, right. Cops came. Like, my stepmother would call the cops. Oh, like, no. They would come. Like, I'd get thrown out of my house for a couple days. Nothing I'd, physical? I'd have, oh, yeah. Bloody knees. You oh, name it. No. But it would turn into like more of like a wrestling match at that point. You know, okay. like, It wasn't like, I'm not trying to punch you in the face. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to like just throw I you on the ground. I'm on my ground. I'm, yeah. a, man. Like, I'm like, a man. Like, I'm like, stronger now, bro. And, mm-hmm. I think, and I think that's where parents, in my opinion, as kids get older, right, they want to, like, it's a power struggle. They mm-hmm. don't want to accept, A, that their ass is getting old. Right. Right, right, That's the truth. That's the truth. And, B, they don't want you to make the same mistakes that they made, but yeah. they have to realize, like, you're an adult now. I, you know, have, so, like, to, I, I have to learn. You're my father. I respect you. But now we're both adults here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't pay taxes and you still, like, talk down to me and tell me to do something. Right. You know? Or, like, maybe word it in a different way. But nah, definitely. It was definitely mm-hmm. an it's... interesting dynamic being that my dad controlled my mom's household. Like, mm-hmm. I would get grounded for two, three months at a clip. Like, say another word. Yeah. Be like, word. And they'd be like, another month. You know? So well, what they do? Oh, take oh, away damn. your phone and shit? You name it. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I was literally grounded for probably Yo. six or seven months at a clip. Literally at a clip, like I would just have to go home and just like sit there. And, I, would, I, was, oh, no. I was the same way. Oh, you was a, you I was the bad. same way. I was on punishment, bro. Yeah, I was punished. Like yeah. you're not playing the game. You're yeah. not going outside. Oh, you're on the basketball team. Guess what? Not playing. You're not even going to practice. I was threatened with yeah, missing seasons. Going. I never I missed the game or a season, but I was definitely threatened with the multiple what? times. What? You're oh, not wow. going. My yeah. mother was shutting it down. You come in the house with lower than a. Then I think you had a. 79 can be the lowest grade you bring in that house. Mm. Not playing oh, games. No, not, yeah. not her. Oh, well, okay, yeah. So my mom, I never actually got, like, she didn't beat me with objects because my grandfather was abusive. Like, from the stories that she told me, um, I think she said one time she got in trouble and she got beat right out the tub, so she was still wet. Uh-huh. And so she never actually hit me with anything. Um, and then one time I actually did go to my grandfather's house in Ohio and I did something and he beat me with a switch because, you know, down south. Yeah, right? definitely. Um, I called her and that was the last time I went to Ohio to spend a summer with him. Mm. So I never actually got like beat like she could yell at me. I'm sensitive. So. <laughs> yeah. So you. That does enough. Yeah. So if you a, yelled at me, yeah. 
that's all I need. That's yeah. all I ever needed. I mean, she did pop me. I did get beat. I got brushes thrown at me as a teenager, you know, being a teenager. Yeah. Um, but I'd say my worst ass beating that I can remember, I was probably seven and I was in karate. And it was a little boy that my grandmother watched, too, because she had an in-home daycare center. And my dad was supposed to come pick me up. Mm-hmm. They know my dad. My dad mm. just, I don't know what happened. Lines got crossed. He didn't come. <coughs> That's dad's. So I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, all right, he's not here. We're waiting. I'm like, let's walk home. Now, this is my idea. I walked home from, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to give them a picture. Um, I'm, I don't know the exact distance, but over on Bay Street near Citibank okay. to Park Hill. So that's, that's a probably about that's a like a mile. What do you think? Yeah, that's like a mile. That's like a mile. I'm about to say like a mile and a half almost. Yeah. Walking through Stapleton, through the projects, to Park Hill. And my mom pulled up. She double parked. She didn't even park her car. She, like, she didn't even like put into mm-hmm. a, a regular spot. She pulled in front of the building where it's no standing. I was like, get your ass upstairs. Oh, man. Oh. Y'all in school? We was in karate. Uh, we had karate practice. Dad was supposed to come pick me up. He ain't show up. That's not And that's on basically, <laughs> but, um, but crossing basically. But you think that the people at the karate people not let y'all go? At least for the parents. Even, listen. You have to think about this. this think Actually, about it. but back then, think about it. The schools would let you walk home by yourself. Now, no they're way. not letting you. No. no. Yeah. What? Kids were walking to school, to and from school from Park, in Park Hill by themselves. Yeah. It's crossing guards. Yeah. So, um, needless to say, I got up, I got upstairs and she whooped my ass and then told me to call my father. She was like, <laughs> I was like, but you know what was coming for us? She was like, I was on my way. And I was like, well, how did I know that? I thought y'all forgot me. So <laughs> I got to get home. So I knew how to get home. Just right. We walked. I think I mean, my, my mom hit me once and like, I heard her fingers crack. I'm like, yeah, you can do that again. <laughs> and she never, I was like, you know, like 14, 15. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, Yo, yeah. you probably used the pistol. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I it's a mental game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, my funny. dad never. Hit, my dad hit me once. My mom told me mm-hmm. she's like, "Your dad hit you one time." I was like, "Really?" Yep. And she cursed him out. <laughs> she said, "Don't fucking touch my daughter." Yep. If she do something bad, I'll be her yeah. ass. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of shit is this? Yeah, my dad only hit me one time too. Believe yeah. it or not, one time. The one time I got suspended from school for a fight, and then I'm like, my mother's like, "I'm going. I'm gonna call your father." I'm like, call my dad. All he does is come over here and talk. I'm tired of fucking talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he doesn't hit me. You can call him if you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, was the, that was the one time I went to his house. He made it seem like everything was regular. Like, yeah, go ahead, play the game, go outside. Because my mom never used to let us go outside like that. But he's like, yeah, go outside, go have fun. I'm, everything's regular. Then he's like, oh, come here, let me talk to you in the room for a second. He's like, yeah, remember that, remember that time you told your mom that um, I never hit you? <laughs> I just always talk to you? Well, we're gonna change that. Oh. <laughs> Where, yo? He's like, you want you? You're tough, right? We're gonna do the old school way. Here's my friend, Mr. Licks. Nice little belt here. You want to pick another belt, or you want to pick this belt? It's either belt is your your pick. He's like, you're a man, right? So we're just gonna be man today. I'm like, okay. I'm like, give me that belt, Mr. Licks. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, fuck it. He never hit me before. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna fuck me up. <laughs> he's like, he's like, okay, so. He's like, I'm not gonna ask you to pull your pants down. I'm not gonna chase you around. I'm not gonna hold you or nothing like that. He's like, you're going to just do what I tell you to do. Put your hands on a dresser. Oh, no. <laughs> he put your ha- hands? No, he, put, he said, put your hands on a dresser. I said, okay. He said, now just take a couple steps back, you know, lean over. <laughs> I said, okay. So I'm like, all right. So I'm looking at him. I'm like, this is like a weird little position right here. So I'm, I'm looking at him. My hands are like this. I'm looking at him. I'm like, okay. He's like, and you're in sixth grade, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay, you're going to get six licks and one for good luck. Because this is Mr. Licks. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yo, the first hit, cool. I'm like, <clears throat> I, I'm like, I could take, I could take. Where did he hit you? On my butt. On your butt. Okay. Yo, with the belt, wrapped it. Feel me? No. Oh, I'm okay. like, all right, cool, whatever. I could take that. Feel me? For be, I, I was disrespectful. I ain't gonna lie. I disrespected my mother. Mm. Feel me? She's like, I'm telling your dad. Like, I don't care. I tell you, all right. I'm gonna take these. The second one. Ooh. I'm like, all right. <laughs> by, the, by the third one, he's picking it up now. Right. Feel me? <laughs> he's tapping it up now. Daddy. So yeah. So, so like, I got to like five or six, and he was like, "Don't pick your hands up now," because I'm like, "Ooh." I try to like touch. He's like, "Nah, keep your hands down." Feel me? You want to be tough? You want to play with your mom? You want to talk about? Because my my dad really can't use his hands, but he's like, "I'm not gonna fight you. I'm not gonna hit you because I don't know how hard I may hit you." you mm-hmm. know? Might knock your teeth out. Yeah, it might yeah. really hurt <laughs> you. You know. So then after that, you know, I took my sixth and my seventh. After that. I'm never playing with that man again. I knew. My butt was sore. He was like, yo, you want to go outside? I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, feel me? But he was like, oh, my and everything goodness. was cool after that. My dad, please. Everything was cool. My dad was a punk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling your mother. Ooh, I tell her everything. Like, oh, you know, I'm scared of her. I'm like, like, everything. He's just a punk to this day. Mm, my dad, you know, he only hit me once. And that was because he told me I had to, um, the oodles and noodles in, in a bowl. He was like, it's hot. And I had on like a, you know, like a little kid's just a t-shirt in my underwear. That's it. He's like, it's hot. I was like, all right. I tried to pick it up. It spilled all on my legs. So he popped me. It even hit me hard. And mm-hmm. I started crying. Like, oh, like he, you would think he whooped my ass yeah. the way I cried. Because <laughs> like he never hit me before. I was um, I was a fortunate one. My siblings, not so much. Um, nah, that's so, injustice. Oh, I know. <laughs> he said little. So mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. how do you discipline your kids, Jeff? My son's so young. He's he'll be seventeen months. You know, oh, so yeah. he's super young. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, he's a little my, my little nugget. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, look, I, I don't necessarily agree with this. It's full picture of his backwards hat on from last year. But mm-hmm. he's so little that it's very hard to discipline. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, there's a direct correlation between my patience level of what's going on in life mm-hmm. versus my disciplinary actions to him. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Again, if I'm up on the weekend, Saturday or Sunday, nothing's going on, and he's a diaper change, whatever, I got time to, like, mess around while he's, like, trying to roll over, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. He's doing it purposely. Now he's to the point where he's, like, definitely breaking balls. Like, oh, he yeah, knows yeah, he yeah. shouldn't be doing okay. it. Like, fuck, let me change your diaper. Like, stop fucking around, you know? Yeah. Like, this leg doesn't belong here, you yeah. know? And you don't have to, like, do a somersault right now. Like, lay down, you know? Right. But then you, if you, if you don't have patience, right, it's kind of like, Keep your fucking leg down, right. you know, yeah. or it's right. like now, now I'm holding you a little bit tighter. Yeah, you're being you know? a little aggressive. Yeah. And, and one time it had to be like last. He was definitely over a year old. I think it was like October. Like I spanked him, you know, because mm-hmm. he he literally wasn't listening. It was like early morning. It was mm-hmm. whatever, six or seven in the morning. We had just gotten up. Like I'm like, dude, listen, like we're not playing right now. Because babies understand. Oh, they he knows. Oh, yeah, 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 what's yeah, going on? He, know. he knows, you know. And and I know he knows. Uh-huh. You know, that, that's the thing. It's like I know you could like think I'm dumb. You know? right. I know you think I'm dumb. And, but honestly, I felt so bad because again, like we didn't get much sleep the night before. There's tons yeah. of crap going on with his mother. There's mm-hmm. tons of crap going on in my personal life. And like it was totally the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. And like when I don't have him, so like I haven't seen him now in 13 days. It's a whole other story. 14 yeah. days now, mm-hmm. and it sucks. You know, I've been so, there. I've been there. You count the days. Yeah, that's it's bad. And, and they yeah. think and they yeah. think that everything, it's though. your heart yeah, is breaking every day. Oh, every day, every day. Yeah, heart is breaking. Um, so, so back to back to your question as far as like discipline. So mm-hmm. it's like, look, I think you could mentally discipline someone, and it's mm-hmm. much more effective even at that age than you can physically discipline mm-hmm. them. Right? Like you're gonna forget the fact that someone cracked you. Right? right. You might like, oh, whatever. Yeah, cracked you. I got over it. 
But when someone says something like, you let me down, or you let your mom down, you know, and you start developing that theory, mm-hmm. yeah. it's much it's more powerful. Now mm-hmm. they're like, every, every play is like, in you your head. You hit me, mm-hmm. but now I don't respect you, and now I resent you. But if you say that and it replays, it's it's, it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. but there's again, there's a direct correlation between how I feel parents take on personal stress, mm-hmm. right? And like what's going on in their personal life mm-hmm. right? versus how they discipline their kids. Right. right. I was going to say that because um, I, I want to say I was like looking at something on Facebook maybe. And we were, they were talking about how like people will take out, you had a hard day and your mm-hmm. kid does that one thing. And mm-hmm. then now you're giving them a beating for what? And like, nothing, that's the one, right. And that's the one thing I always said that I'm never going to, hit my child out of frustration that's going on in my life. Yeah. Because what the what's that gonna do for her? You know, like I I admit I don't really hit my daughter like that. Like, um, you know, she one time she she tried to throw a tantrum in the middle of the street. She? She's three. Oh. She just turned three. Thirty three, um, you mean <laughs> yeah, three going on thirty three. She'll be sitting here next year. Right. <laughs> um, moderating. But she she don't she threw a tantrum in the middle of the street and, and cars were coming. And so when we got upstairs, and then she had on like her her boots that are like Tim's, um, and then she was trying to kick me. And so when we got in the house, I popped up. her. Yeah, yeah, no, I popped her on her legs because I was like, "You got to know that you can't do that." Yeah. You know, and I she's like me. I could yell, and then she'll cry. So I don't have to do much. But I that at that point, I was like, "You need to understand that that's wrong." And so I'm gonna pop you. But and the funny thing is, you tell her I'm a pop you, she repeats. She's a parrot, so she'd be like, "I'm a pop you." <laughs> so she also, she's like, "I'm a pop you." I'm like, "I'm a pop you." You keep it up, like, but I I refuse. Like I don't I don't beat her, you know. And everyone's looking at me like, "You got a pop?" I'm like, "No," because one thing that like, and I don't know if this is me being from Spelman and the HBCU, but something that that's kind of stuck with me that I read an article about as black people because you know we're always known as the disciplinarians, right? Mm-hmm. It stems from, well, some people say it stems from slavery and and beating your children out of, we don't want to act up in front of massa, you know? And so I never thought about that until I actually did. And I was like, you know what? When you see people, oh, you'll get the switch or like, why do you need these extra objects to discipline your child? Word. Like, I you know, you. a switch, a bell, you know, a, stick. A, That's why I, a wire, yeah. a cable wire. It comes down to, in my belief, like a power, and I, yeah. I could be wrong, it's just my opinion. It comes power down struggle. to, like, a power struggle. Mm-hmm. And, again, it comes down to their own personal issues. Yep. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yep. Like, even with people, right? They say, like, smart people fight mentally, right? Mm-hmm. Uneducated people fight physically. Mm-hmm. Now, again, there's always an exception to the rule. I've right. done both, yeah. right? And there's right. times where I haven't had any mental smarts and it had to go physical. Mm-hmm. Not with a woman, with a right. man. Yeah. You, know? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like, this is it is what it is, and mm-hmm. vice versa. But the parent can't properly or effectively communicate to the kid. Mm-hmm. It's the only person they have power over, over that yeah. has mm-hmm. to listen to them. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to make their point made because their boss fired them that day or whatever yeah. the case was, right, you know, right, right. you know, what's crazy. And I don't know if you ever made this correlation, but you can't yet, but one day I promise you, you will. <laughs> and this is like, so I say so twisted to say or think single parent households, right? You, you hear all these sad stories, like in the Bronx, for example, like Bronx baby thrown out a window or like Bronx yeah. baby found in dumpster. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, how could you even do that? Exactly. Like, how could you even do that? And like this person should be tortured, like, publicly. That's, like, yeah. my personal opinion. Like, yeah, you hurt a baby. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm like, again, I'm like, single-parent household, bills piling up, no help, 
poor education, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stress. No assistance, mm-hmm. no go-to. Mm-hmm. I could see why. They would do not it. Not justifying it, mm-hmm. but I could see why. And I'm surprised there aren't more in today's day and age that we live in. Because mm-hmm. people can't handle their stress and anxiety to begin no, with. I agree and with now that. you add yeah. a crying baby for six that's hours. What, that's yeah, why I said yeah, I you should just, if you get into a relationship with people, you guys should just take trips first. Get to know each other. Stuff like that. Having a kid early, that will change the dynamic. You you guys will love each other mm-hmm. and then begin to resent each other. Yes. And like you said, um, it's about effectively communicating because I that was my message of the day for the previous episodes. Um, when you can't effectively communicate as a parent, it's over. That, it's over. And then you take it out on the child, you know. So my new thing is because I don't, because I'll, I'll just get into mine. I I don't discipline my kids with physical uh like hitting them at mm-hmm. all. And people like. They could get popped. My like my like they could get no. They can't get popped. When I talk to them, they they know, and they respond yes, daddy, no, daddy. They respond with full sentences. So it's not like I don't want to say I've trained them or like military trained them, but and I and I will say this: my first child, Tanisha, she's eight now. When um, cause I had her when I was eighteen, mm-hmm. nineteen. When she was young, I used to pluck her, pop her on her thigh. When she, like, one and a half, I would say, 18 months, because she knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Two years old, three years old, she knew what she was doing. But the thing was, I wasn't around. Yeah. You know, I was always at school, 700 miles away. So when I used to come home, I used to have to now discipline you. Because, Make up for it. Yeah. yeah, because they're not disciplining you. They're mm-hmm. letting you get away with this. And they're just like, I'll call daddy. You know, so now when daddy comes, now it's like, you know, daddy will pop me. Mm-hmm. So now it's like a fear thing. So yeah. now I think that me popping her young and not being around as much created an environment for her to like kind of fear me mm-hmm. and now that she's eight years old and i've been home for about i would say going on four years it's kind of breaking that like she doesn't fear me as much she knows mm-hmm. that daddy's not gonna pop you now because like i said i had to grow mentally you know mm-hmm. you, you grow you get smarter so you start feeling different things like i don't have to pop her. i think the last time i popped her she was probably three or four years old and mm-hmm. i remember because i plucked on her head i'll never forget and her mother called me like you popped Tanise because she said that you popped her. I'm like, yeah, I plucked on her head. She wasn't listening. And it was just one pluck. But from that one pluck, I just remembered, like, I can't do that, you know, because mm-hmm. she fears me. She, like, she wouldn't talk. She would be with me but not talk the whole time, mm. you know? Yeah, that's not, that's not good. It's not good. She, she would talk with her sister, but she wouldn't say, like, different things. And she's just now getting over that, like, Daddy, I'm hungry, like, different stuff like that. She would never say, but I would know to feed you. I know to mm. feed you. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like, if she's really hungry, she won't say, mm. you know, so... You like disciplining your kid from a child from a, a young age when they're young. You gotta think about it now. Now that I'm giving you the message and I'm giving you the, the drop, think about that. You popping them now because my youngest Tyler, she's um four, going on five. We I, I probably popped her on her thigh probably once or twice. Mm. I'm I'm out of that at that at that age at mm-hmm. that time. You know because I'm older. I've, I've had Tanise. I see what I don't want to do. Mm. Feel me. So not that Tanise was like a test dummy. But like the, she, the oldest she, is always a test dummy. You think so? <laughs> yes. I think it has to. Yeah, be, right? you have to. We always so don't you learn. We learn from them. And yeah, the but, second one, you be like, all right. Um. Yeah. So like, yeah. <laughs> Look, so you're like, ready to be a mother. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> See, like, I, mean, I, I have a big family. Yeah. So, yeah. Our family is huge. No, our family is really huge. Family. How many? How many? How many grand, grandkids your grandmother had? Like thirty. Like like thirty-one, thirty-two of us now. Yeah. Big. And it's a lot. If you have eleven kids, eleven kids. Eleven of them is only two of them don't have kids. Wow. All right. So our family's huge. So now I'm like, you know. Moving forward, even once, because I do want to have another kid mm-hmm. for me before I'm 30. 
when my when my son comes, because I'm gonna speak it into existence. <laughs> when my son comes, I already know how I'm gonna move with him. You know you're getting a daughter, right? Yeah, my dad. <laughs> my, my dad has five kids yeah. and four girls. Yeah. I'm the one guy. So yeah, I would just say my message of the day from the disciplinary. Um, just take it easy with your kids. You can you can you can discipline them mentally mm-hmm. and it'll get to them more you know right. mm-hmm. because i just say certain things to them that's why tyler she really reacts like yes daddy and no daddy and she understands i don't have to repeat myself more than one like more than one or two times you mm-hmm. know so yeah i'll just say just think about mentally disciplining them rather than physically disciplining them right hey but you hear that mom <laughs> <laughs> don't do it no, um, all right so i like that message yeah. so we're gonna go ahead and move on so you kind of touched on this a little bit Talon. So now we're going to talk about what our relationship like is now that we have kids. So, our, our, our relationship yeah, with like our significant our pers- others. Yeah, with our significant others. I mean, you said you and your... Yeah, I'm my own significant other right now. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know it was Valentine's Day, yeah. so... Oh. Yeah, you know. um, so, yeah. So, yeah. How's your relationship? I just want to say it's, it's Valentine's Day, so if y'all want to send my man Jeff something, <laughs> I mean, because that's... He that's, is single. Right. Ready to mink- I don't know if he's women- ready to mingle. Are you ready to mingle? Oh, so I feel like, I feel like I've definitely done a lot of soul searching. Like, look, I'm always, I think any, any guy's only ready to mingle, you know, <laughs> for the right opportunity. You know, I, yeah. I've never seen somebody not swing for the fences in batting practice. But, right, right. Um, I think you have to really find yourself out, and it's like so much happens so quickly in all parts of my life in that mm-hmm. sense. You know, mm-hmm. you kind of have to like reinvent yourself and like figure out I not agree. only what you need but what you want. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a big difference between what you want and what you need. And I think from everything I've been through, I really now feel the true value of having a partner opposed to just like having a girl or having mm-hmm. a girlfriend yeah. or a significant other. It's like yo, we got to be partners in all avenues of life. Absolutely. Not just one, two, three, or four. You know, right, it's got right, like, right. that whole that full gamut has to come together, I believe. Okay, so how do you think that now that you're a parent, how is that going to affect your dating? And yeah, you know, it's so like, funny, right? So I go on all those apps, and truthfully, like like the bumbles of the world, like I think they're fun. Like honestly, like, they're fun. Like to me, they're entertaining. When I'm sitting in traffic in New York City. You're mm-hmm. sitting there like you're on swiping a, on a dating site. Oh, like, yeah, are you too? See. No, oh, you saw no me? More. Not no more. You saw me? <laughs> I thought you were like, yeah, like, familiar. Okay, it's hitting off already. <laughs> so, so again, for example, like I put pictures of my son all over. Like mm-hmm. I don't yeah. hide it. Like there's no hiding. It's that's like, the best. Yeah, like, yeah, that's the best thing. My son, you know. Yeah. Like, right. If you don't know, you don't know. So mm-hmm. like, a, a girl would be like talking for like, a day or two and be like, "Oh, you got a son?" I'm like, yeah. She's like, all right. And like ghost. Yeah. I'm oh, like, all right, no. but I'd rather weed your ass out now. Like, right. And you also can't say, like, hey, I'm not looking for anything serious. Oh, you have a son, sorry, we can't talk. Like, hold on a second here, you know? Like right. well, my son my son ain't sleeping with right, you. Right, exactly. You know? <laughs> Let's just be real. You know? that, so that's how you can tell where the mental <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So it's clear you're full of shit to begin with, <laughs> right, right? right? So get that out. Um I think it does impact a lot of maybe opportunities, mm. but Look, at the end of the day, he's my he'll always be my be my priority. Right. Like right. he comes ahead of work, he comes ahead of everything, right? So if he's my priority and I'm clear and I demonstrate that and I demonstrate the type of father I am, combined with the type of person I am, the type of businesses I run, mm-hmm. right? And everything checks out, the right person will respect that mm-hmm. right. and actually be motivated by that and want to get involved with something like that. Right, you know, right, right, the right, wrong right. people, the ones that are immature and secure that aren't ready, they won't get involved in that nope. because they don't believe in that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I will say, um, and we kind of touched on this on our episode of when we talked about our relationships, but definitely having a kid <laughs> definitely changes your relationship. Um, 
we got to a point where we weren't really catering to each other. It's like, you know, Nyla came first and that's fine, but we got to figure out why we still love each other because she's not going to keep and us together. And if you still love each other. Right. Yeah. And if, right. Cause I know a lot of people who broke up, like the kids born and then Quick. three months later, it's like, Oh, y'all not together no more. Right. And I'm glad that we, we fought through yeah. our issues. Um, because it was definitely hard. Like we never argued before we had a kid. And then the moment that Nyla came, it was like, like I said before, we argued at her first doctor's Over appointment. Nothing. And it was nothing. I can't even tell you what yeah. we argued about yeah. at the time. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, having a kid, you gotta just you gotta just remember, just keep going back in your head why you still love that person. If you mm-hmm. just you know, why you fell in love. Cause those are the moments where you gotta really be like, okay, I gotta remember this because I'm ready to punch you in your throat right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's know, just a start. Right, yeah. right. Cause yeah. So Talon. I would say my relationship with Brianna, we've been together for seven years, I believe. And we've been married for going on two years. Um, It's great now. It's great now. I'll tell you that when you get into a relationship, I think it was it's tougher for her because I already had a kid. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So in her not having a kid and being young, she had to deal with another woman, you know, mm-hmm. not Which one credit that- to her. Better, she better than most. is a champion. She okay, is. she really is a is. champion. <laughs> okay, there's no Dating way. Dating your married year, I believe it now. <laughs> yeah. She is a champion. Even her putting up with me, she's a champion. Because she would like Brianna. Like I said before, how you wanted to be involved with your um boyfriend who had a kid. Mm-hmm. Brianna wanted to be do the same things. Wanted to be involved. She from the time I I started officially like this is my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, we should go get the baby some boots. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go get it. Like, I, I'm her dad. I take care of her, feel me? I'm like, nah, I'm going to go get it because I'm protective. Like, I don't want nobody in this, you mm-hmm. know? But I had to grow as a person to let Brianna in, in mm-hmm. on my relationship. But at the same time, Tanisha's mother wasn't... She wasn't with it. She wasn't doing the same because, you know, me and her have our own relationship already, you know? Just having a child together, we're in a relationship which people don't understand. Mm-hmm. Whether so, you like it or not. Whether right. you like it or not, so... Now Brianna is a new variable, and it's just it has like a it's like a battle of power, you mm-hmm. know. She doesn't want her to take like you can't buy anything for my daughter. You're not taking care of her. You're not her mother. I buy her things, and I had that same thing because I'm her dad. I buy her things, you know. But I had to let her in. Mm-hmm. So that kind of like me getting around that and had to realize like, you know, Brianna she only wants to help, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I think I was just always protective. I didn't. I was a single dad, so anything I was just about my daughter. Never mind her mother. Never mind any other chicks. It was about my daughter. So I think now, because I said my relationship with Brianna is great, because I really had to build myself up and, like, allow myself to allow others to show me the way. Mm-hmm. It's like I, your prized possession that you don't anyone else yeah. touching or seeing. Mm-hmm. You know? Touching or seeing yep. anything about me. Yep. About mm-hmm. me at that. Yep. Me personally. Like, I had to, had to, like, cover myself, you know? But um, even, I say influences, because my mother-in-law, she's married she knows like what it takes, so she kind of picks up on the vibe if something's wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She doesn't impede. She never impedes unless you ask her. She'll give her a little. A two cents. That's how it should be. Right, you know. She never impedes, and then me and my wife, we go back. We talk about it, you know. So that's how we got to where we are. We, mm. I tell people, me and Brianna, we've been together for seven years. We've probably had four arguments three or four arguments argument arguments mm-hmm. not regular like oh i'm not talking to you today like <laughs> arguments like you know like this might not work type of argument mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes so and we and we got through those but we know why we got through those those is like it takes steps 
some people they're gonna quit. Like I can't take this. I'm gonna quit. And then or you know, we're just gonna be a, a battle, you know? It's, so how do you think there's a difference or what is the difference between like quitting and doing what's best? Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you had tough times. Like anyone could choose to leave or stay. Mm -hmm. So you obviously left your first child's mother. Right. Right. It didn't work out, but you were young, <clears throat> right? Mm -hmm. And then in your next one, did you find yourself repeating the same mistakes or going down that same path early on? No, I didn't because you, you kind of see like, okay, this is what I don't want it to be like. So by the time you're with another woman and you're deciding to have a child, you know what you're kind of looking for. Mm. Jeff, ask that question one more time because I want to dissect it again. I have to. So you're in a, you're in a war, mm -hmm. right? You could either choose to stay and fight the war right. or you could run for the hills, right? Both are fine. You, you have the opportunity to do either one. So at what point mentally are you like, all right, I'm going to dig my heels in the ground and stay in this war to fight for whatever, whatever you deem have. worthy. Yeah, whatever we have. Versus doing what's best for yourself and your family. Whether it might, it might okay. be leaving. Okay, so you have to know when to leave, you know, because if the person is not willing to... Meet you, know, you halfway. Meet yeah. you halfway. Mm -hmm. You have to come to some type of an agreement. Some we have to both put in mm -hmm. the, the work, you know? The effort. And to... if you feel if you honestly feel like you're putting in so much and they're not trying to make that happen, like if you have to have a goal, you can't just sit around and like not know what you're doing next. Mm -hmm. If you're not thinking about the next steps, then you're not trying to move forward. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I would say if you have to leave, you know what you have to do. Like me, I knew that. I have to leave. I have to leave you. That's the best. I have to leave you because if I try to stay with you, we're not gonna get anywhere. Not gonna end well. We're not gonna. We're not gonna get anywhere together. We may stay <coughs> here. We may stay down here. Stay I don't want. I yep. don't want to be at the bottom. Yep. You know, because yep. like I, I'm. I'm 19 years old. I, what do I have? Everything ahead of you. <laughs> what do, What do I have to own? I don't have. I don't own anything. I don't have any real money yet. I'm 19. You're 20. What do we have? If you're not trying to grow with me, at 19, I already know I have to take a different route. And this yeah. is, I'm not taking a shortcut because I, I feel like me going to school kind of put like a, a tarnish on my relationship with the mom because she's like, you're leaving. Yeah. Mm. You're quitting. You abandoned me. You're, you're quitting and leaving me with a child. Feel me? So that's how other things, and that's how I feel like I ended up on child support because it's like, you're going to pay spiteful. for this. Yeah. You're going to pay for this child. Yeah, you're not just going to leave. But me. I think that's kind of spiteful. I see what her is like, oh, you're leaving. If, if she's a, like a different kind of person and had a different mindset, you're going, you're not leaving. You're basically going to, to better yourself. Better yeah. yourself. Better so us. Go, better yeah. us. Better us. Grow, That's like, what it is. The right mature person. Yeah. Again, you're young, 19, 20. Mm -hmm. look, you, get, you have 30 and 40 year olds that still make the same mistakes. Right. right? And a spiteful yeah. ass, spite ass person is a spiteful too. ass person. It yep. doesn't matter what age right. they are. Right. You know? And That's why people are always like, you know, you you look very young, but you speak and you talk like you're much older than what you are. I have a kid yeah. at 19. Because <laughs> I, I, I had to grow up quicker than all of you guys. All of you guys, but most people, most guys and some women, they not like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. but they still every day twenty and they have like two, three kids and they still trying to figure themselves yeah. out. There's mm -hmm. a show on Netflix. It's called All American. I don't know if you've seen it. I've seen, yeah, I've heard saw, of it. I've, I've heard of it, it, but not. They on season three. I turned yeah. that shit on and like it was like four a.m. and like I worked the next day. I'm like I just watched eight episodes straight. <laughs> like, I put that shit on and fall asleep too. I couldn't. I was hooked on it. But it's so interesting. I always watch that dynamic. In any community, forget mm -hmm. black, white, whatever, mm -hmm. but basically, long story short, I don't know if you saw the show. You saw the show? Not yet. So, it's good. this stud athlete from Crenshaw, mm -hmm. out in Cali, mm -hmm. gets pulled into play at Beverly Hills, right? All white, yep. wanting money, cars, mm -hmm. you name it, whose dads are a rapper, an mm -hmm. athlete, whatever, right? So, different environment, right? And it's only like literally the surrounding town. You got white town, black town, right? Mm -hmm. And basically, this black man with a white wife and 
three kids, three kids, I think. Mm-hmm. Take two. two kids. Yeah. Taken the black kid from Crenshaw, stud mm-hmm. athlete. So his kids are like, Dad, you, you, and the kid's a quarterback. So the coach's son is a quarterback. He brings in, obviously, the kid from Crenshaw. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Dad, you brought this kid into our life, da da da, this and that, whatever, whatever, whatever. And like, oh, we're giving him an opportunity. And there's obviously more yeah. drama that goes on to the right. show. Yeah. But then he was kept telling everyone, like, yo, I'm part of this team, but I'm not part. Of, we're not friends. We're not boys. Like, I'm from Crenshaw. So he yeah. would go back home, see his mother and his little brother, mm-hmm. right? And then one day, the quarterback, who's half black, mm-hmm. goes to Crenshaw. And even though he's half black, he doesn't fit, he doesn't in, fit in with yeah. the kids to Crenshaw. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like interesting watching that whole dynamic of leaving, staying. Like, why did this guy pull this kid out? This kid grew up in a single mother household. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why did his father leave? You mm-hmm. know, so like you always have to realize, and then you find out as the show goes on why the father left and why this guy did what he did. Mm-hmm. So there's always more to the more story. To the story. Yep. Yep. And yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, I always thought like, oh, father leaving, like, you know, people, you know, perceive it to be bad. Mm-hmm. I would say the majority of fathers leave. Black, white, I don't care, yellow, pink, purple, mm-hmm. probably for the betterment of their child. Mm. Whether Always, they're definitely. not ready to be that influence yeah. or the relationship's so toxic, they're they choosing to, to remove it. Yeah. They're not mm-hmm. turning their back on the kid, right. but it's always perceived, especially in the black community. Right. Yeah. Oh, look, I left the kid. He left. left. He right. went, no he dad. Right. Yeah, because the mother was probably a crazy-ass chick, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, yeah. Or whatever and, and reason. And, right. I really, and that's really what it was. I just didn't want to argue anymore. But I look at it now like, yo, we have so much more now that I went away to school, we do so much more. I don't think that we w- I wouldn't be taking these trips to me- like my my kids go Mexico, the Bahamas. I don't even like the kids that grew up in my neighborhood that are around the same age as me. Their kids are not taking trips Mm-mm. to the Bahamas. We're going on my ki- my daughter's going on their third cruise. Some of those kids have never been to Virginia. Right. You know, never been, Some adults don't have never you know, been like, y'all not, y'all, and I, see, I see you guys taking trips, but your kids are not taking trips. Mm. Right. My kids have passports, and they've been more places than I have. Right. You know, so I just think that me going away was not like me leaving you behind. Right. I wanted to better our daughter. For growth. Mm-hmm. You know? I, better yourself I knew as well. that if I went away to school, like I could get a job and make, make more money just off of me having a little B.A., Mm-hmm. Jobs mm-hmm. respect you having just a tiny BA. A BA is nothing now, you know. Right. So just me, I didn't want to, you know, be in the hood forever, and mm-hmm. that's that's what it is. I'm out. I'm doing my. I come. I go back to Park Hill to see my grandmother, check up on my peoples, drop some money off, and I'm out of there. Mm-hmm. Feel me? I'm out. I'm not trying to stay outside on the street. You gotta grow. Feel me? Right. All right. So let's go ahead and do the message of the day on having kids and relationships. Um, I would just say. Again, just remember why you fell in love. I've said that before, but having kids is going to change it. Mm -hmm. You know, like the kid comes first. So, you know, the things that you used to do might not happen. Y'all might not be taking that vacation that you normally used to take in. You know, that you go once a year with your significant other. That might be put to the side for a little while because you got a five-month-old baby. Mm -hmm. You know, and you got to just not look at the things that are not happening. Because I feel like a lot of times we always be like, what the person's not doing rather than what they actually are doing, mm-hmm. right? So my message is just around just love each other, you know? That's all I can say is just love Jeff, each other. you want to give a message? Oh, man, I would think that, uh, like, if your kid doesn't become your everything, like your exact why, you know, if he's not, or he or she is not the one that pushes you through tough times physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, then, you know, you maybe, maybe you really aren't fit to be a parent. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's definitely something of importance. Another thing, and it just goes down to people in general, 
like you don't really find out who someone is until you actually get them squeezed. Mm. Yeah. You know, like you, an orange looks pretty, right? But when you squeeze, the juices come out, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the same thing with people. People don't really know who the other person is until like real true adversity hits and you right. see the character of somebody when that you know that war happens right right oh god i've learned so much from you okay. <laughs> all right so we're gonna thank jeff for being here uh, again with us. and we'll see you guys on the next one Bye. peace 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 hey guys thank you for tuning into gxt present got the message If you enjoyed this episode and got the messages we gave you, make sure you rate, comment, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Yup. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Got The Message Podcast and on Twitter at GXT Podcast. See you in the next episode. Ow. Bye.